0: My name is Kate Socialite, and you're listening to episode 101 of The Kate Show. All right, people, words are hard. I read that statement on a social media post recently, and I couldn't help but laugh because it's totally true. Now, unfortunately, words are also one of the most overlooked aspects in home industry marketing. Using the right words can make the difference between landing a new client or losing a lead. The difference between being found organically in search results or having low website traffic. The difference between appearing structured and in tune with your client's needs or completely off-base and salesy. Bottom line, words matter. Today on The Kate Show, I'm sharing simple, easy tactics you can use for adding the right words to your website. Since your website is the mothership of your brand and the most popular piece of your marketing, even to your local client base, Making sure your website isn't deterring business should be a top priority. Now, for those of you who are tuning in to The Kate Show via my website, which is katesocialite.com, or you're just tuning in but you have not subscribed yet via a podcast app, I highly encourage you to. You can do that on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, and you can more easily listen to The Kate Show from your smartphone or your tablet. All right, guys, let's dive right in. And we're going to start with the three website wording mistakes to avoid, and then I'm going to go into greater detail, starting with your website homepage. Let's get started.
1: Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show.
0: Before I dive into exactly what you should say on each page of your website, I need to be clear on a few things that none of us should ever do or say when creating marketing verbiage of any kind. Now, the following is not a comprehensive list, but it's safe to use as a guide for our purposes in this episode. Number one is don't write anything in third person, which would be like they, them, or their. Use first person singular, I, me, mine, and so on, or plural if you have a team, which would be we, us, our, and so on. First person language is easier to read and it helps your potential clients feel more connected to you from the start, which is super important. Number two, and this is a big one, it's very polarizing, I know, it is Don't call yourself the quote-unquote only. Now, a couple decades ago, you could have gotten away with calling yourself the only interior designer who did blank, or the only home stager in such-and-such county or city. But in 2020, being the only is not a selling point, even if you are the only one who does something like that. I know that there are long-held beliefs in the home industry about the importance of finding what makes you different from your competitors and using that in your marketing. But here's the deal. As a savvy interior designer, home stager, or workroom owner like you needs to understand that focusing on differentiating yourself from your competition means that you're focusing on maybe the wrong thing. Because here's the deal do your competitors pay you? Mm, No, they don't. So don't focus on them. Don't wrap your marketing around who they are or aren't in comparison to you. And don't make being the only your biggest selling point. Your job as a business owner is to focus solely and specifically on your client. Believe it or not, businesses should be more about helping people than about finding obscure ways that you can one-up your alleged competition. Now, if you do try to market your business based largely on the idea that you're the only of some sort, you're likely going to struggle to reach enough clients. Nobody likes a braggart, because that's exactly how it sounds, Unfortunately. And it also puts you in a very weird position when people can be like, well, they say they're the only one who does this or does it in this way, but I can think of at least one other person who also does. Now, not only does that mean you run the risk of looking uninformed about your own industry, but it also ignores the other facets of you and your business that are far more marketable than being the only in some way. If you instead focus on niching down and offering specialized services to a specific type of client, you're going to naturally differ from your competitors and, dare I say, you won't have much competition at that point. Take the mental energy you'd spend digging up what you're the only one doing in your area and spend it instead on clarifying who your ideal client is and structuring service packages that meet their specific needs. Alright, so this train of thought chugs right along into my next big tip for you. Don't fill your website with information about your company. Potential clients want to know if you can help them, if you understand their needs, and if so, how you plan to resolve their problems. It's impossible to connect with these leads on a high level if your website is too busy talking about the awards you've won, the associations you've joined, or the sales you're running. Potential clients won't care about you unless they can relate with you. Make your website verbiage about them, aligning their needs with your solutions. Now that I have those three big things out of the way, and you know what not to do, let's talk about what you should be doing, and we're going to start with the homepage of your website. The homepage of your website is the most crucial page of all. It determines whether the correct potential clients will be attracted to your business, and whether they will then contact you, or at least join your mailing list to grab the freebie you might be offering. Each section I'm going to talk about should be included on your website homepage and it should contain specific types of verbiage in very specific formats as well. So if you're a note taker, this is a great episode to practice those note taking skills. But you can also get the show notes for this where I have absolutely everything that I'm saying to you right now written down so you can read it later, copy and paste, whatever you need to do make sure that you are doing your due diligence when it comes to your website verbiage. All right, so let's start with exactly why the homepage is so critical. Well, here's the deal. When people come to your website, that's typically where they land first. And if there's nothing enticing about your homepage, or if you don't have it set up correctly to encourage people to click further into your website, they're just going to leave. And that's what is called a bounce rate. When someone lands on your site and bounces right away because they are not interested in anything you have to offer, even if they actually were your ideal client. And that's why I'm making this episode, because unfortunately, I see a lot of beautifully designed websites that have terrible verbiage. And it's clear that the emphasis was put on the aesthetic and not really on the function and the user experience and the entire marketing funnel aspect of it. So when this happens, you guys know me, I get on a soapbox and here we are again on another soapbox. So let's go over exactly what you should have on your website homepage as far as the words go. Now, I could talk also about the images and the graphics and the SEO, but I've made podcast episodes about that and I encourage you to go back and listen to them. But if after this episode you still have more questions, then you can always shoot me an email, leave a question in the private Facebook group. I'm happy to keep talking about this, but I want you guys to focus solely on the words. The words of your homepage. Okay. At the very top of your website, you're going to have something that we call the main headline. Now this could be above the fold or beneath the fold. The fold means the area that you can see without scrolling. So the area above the fold is what you can see without scrolling, and anything beneath the fold is what you have to scroll down to look at. Now, the main headline is often placed over a banner image or directly below a banner image, and this should be a statement that addresses your ideal client, or it could be a question. An example of a statement would be, bring your house goals to life, and that would be bring your hashtag house goals to life. The use of a hashtag in this very millennial statement is meant to attract and you guessed it, millennials with house goals as they relate to your interior design business. Now that does not mean everyone listening should go write bring your house goals to life on your website. That would be ridiculous. It does mean however that you should be so in tune with your target client that you can speak exactly the way they would. After that headline, you're going to need an introductory paragraph. This is often placed below the headline, and it further describes your ideal client. Now, here is an example of that from the home staging perspective.
1: Okay, guys, we need to hold on for just a minute because I have a really important question to ask you. How are you planning to grow your business this year? Do you have a plan for getting new clients? Do you panic when your word of mouth referral sources dry up? It's time to take a proactive approach to growing your business with the Window Coverings Association of America. The WCAA specializes in helping upholsterers, window treatment workrooms, and interior designers build businesses that last. They offer ongoing education on topics such as business, profitability, marketing, window treatment design, upholstery techniques, and more. If you want a business that can withstand the economic ups and downs and still support your family, you need the WCAA. Go to wcaa.org to learn more about becoming a member. And P.S. to everyone else listening who might want to partner with or advertise with the WCAA. There's a place for you too. Go to wcaa.org and click on the industry partners page.
0: Are you building an empire through real estate investments or new home construction? Being able to sell each home for maximum price in as few days as possible is the difference between making a living and creating exponential success for yourself, your company, and your family. Our goal as home stagers is to make each listing look its best for MLS photos, walkthroughs, and open houses so you can attract competitive offers and sell to the highest bidder. As accredited staging professionals, we create results. We view properties through the buyer's eyes and will convert your investment into a beautifully staged space that speaks directly to the future homeowner and invites them to pull out their wallets. Now guys, I know that you might want to copy that onto your own website, but I just need to give a quick disclaimer. That text is actually copyrighted and you can't use it on your website. Yeah, that would be plagiarism, theft, and it would just it would be bad, so don't do that, but I hope that it inspires you for your own introductory paragraph on your website. Now, after that intro paragraph, you're going to have what's called an overview of services. This section often follows a paragraph immediately. Some can also put an image between. and really just depends on your personal preference. But the overview of your services will contain three images to represent three of your primary services in a horizontal row. You could also add a one-to-two sentence description of each service, and I highly recommend that, along with the corresponding image and a button that links directly to that specific service page. Now, alternatively, you could also use that horizontal row of three boxes in a more versatile way. You could have one box linked to your services page, another to your about page, and another to your portfolio. This encourages your website visitors to go further into your website rather than leaving. Now, speaking of leaving, I have to add here, don't make it easy for people to get distracted and leave your website. And, you know, I see a lot of people making a huge, huge mistake that contributes to this problem with their social media icons. Some people put social media icons all over their website. It is no good, guys. Do you want someone to leave your website and go browse Instagram or Pinterest? No, me neither. But unfortunately, putting your social media icons in the header, and halfway down the page, and just all over the place, really encourages people to leave your website. So just keep your social icons in the footer and don't overdo it. You really don't need to. Your social media platform, whether you have one or many, that's the beginning of your sales funnel. Your website is closer to the end, so don't send people backwards in the sales funnel. Now let's move on to the next piece of verbiage that your homepage should have, testimonials. Your website should include client reviews throughout every page, and your homepage especially should include up to three of them, though you could do more if you'd like. But I do tend to follow the rule of three, just like a lot of you in design do as well. At the very end of your homepage, you're going to have what's called a call to action. Now the call to action is simply a statement or a question with an associated button that people can click and it tells them or asks them to take the next step. So it could be click here to browse our portfolio or meet the designer or meet the stager, whatever it is. Maybe it's something more direct like book a discovery call or book a consultation. You get to decide what that call to action is, and you better make sure that you have one. Now we're going to talk about the footer. The footer, it could be considered the very end of your homepage, but honestly, it shows up automatically at the end of every page on your website. It should contain a few really key elements, and again, most footers on the websites of interior designers, homesteaders, and workrooms that I see don't have these things. Your website footer should contain social media icons, a list of geographic areas you serve. You would be amazed how many people don't ever state on their website the areas they serve. It's like, oh boy, that's not good. Not good for SEO, not good for just general client information. So make sure you have that. Your footer also needs terms and conditions, your DBA or doing business as, or your LLC information. And to clear that up, that could mean something like Socialite Vault is a DBA of Socialite LLC. Now, if you weren't sure if you need, to state any sort of DBA if you're not sure what that is, or if you don't know if you need a terms and conditions or a privacy policy, I highly encourage you to speak with a business attorney. It's not the job of your website designer or your developer or your host to provide these legal documents for your website, and they also shouldn't be consulting with you on it either. All right, guys, that is a lot of information, I am well aware, because in addition to all the words on your homepage. You have to then make sure they're speaking to your ideal client and they aren't just talking about you or your business. And I understand that that's the inclination. You know, it's a website for my business. Shouldn't I talk about my business? Well, people don't necessarily care about your business until they understand how you care about them, how you understand them, and how you can help. So if you haven't figured out who your ideal client is, It will be impossible for you to write website verbiage that works. So your first order of business is to figure out who the heck you are serving. All right, guys, in the next episode, I'm going to go over what you need to say on all the other pages of your website. So I hope that you will stay tuned and subscribe and write me a review because all of that helps me deliver the right content to you. The stuff that actually helps move the needle forward in your business. So until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear.
1: Thanks for listening. Visit us at the thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.